Hi guys, you alright? I'm alright, how did we uh, get on with the, uh, the communion cups? Did we do alright? Yeah, easy. Beth showed me how to do it. So thank you Beth. Am I feeding back here a little bit? Am I alright? Thank you. Awesome. So, um, can we just show our appreciation to the worship team? Thank you guys so much. It's um, amazing that you're supporting us and leading us into worship. And Easter, if, if, if you love Jesus and you don't like Easter, there's something wrong, okay? So, I am massively excited about Easter. Easter's my favourite time. One, we don't get a rest in ministry, I've just come to realise, I'm new to this, but it's still amazing anyway, it's an amazing time, and it is one of my favourite times of the year, but it's packed full of many different aspects of our faith, isn't it? It's packed with things like reflection, with lamenting, but it's also packed with celebration as well. So in preparation for my short message, and I promise it's going to be short because the weather's nice and we've got lots of gardening to do, I'm sure, this afternoon, um, I'd like to uh, just be honest with you a little bit. First of all, I, this is actually my first Good Friday, it's actually my first Easter live message with people in the room. So if you were around last year, um, earlier, if you remember last year, we, uh, we streamed it online, we were on our own in the deco. Uh, and everybody was watching it in YouTube at home, which was a bit weird. And then the year before that, it was recorded, so we could get it right before, before we posted it on, on, on YouTube. But this is my first Good Friday message, and I really wrestled with it, to be honest. I did wrestle with it. And the reason that I wrestled with it to begin with is because of the Friday and the Sunday, okay? It was trying to wrestle, how can we separate the Friday from the Sunday, and I think as, as passionate Jesus followers, some of us try and struggle, try to struggle with that as well. You know, coming to the Friday to, to lament, but also maybe trying to, 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 to not remember that the Sunday is coming and we've got all the celebration to come. And I, and I wrestled with that. Do I just talk about the Friday and not mention the Sunday? Well, what can I do? So I wrestled with that for a while. But we all know that Jesus died so tragically today, didn't he? And in two days' time, but in two days' time, he comes back and he's raised to life. And we all know that death is defeated. So when it comes to this time of year, we're always waiting on anticipation for that big celebration that Sunday brings. And in fact, quite possibly this coming Sunday, in the Savoy Theatre, it's going to be vibrant, it's going to be busy, it's going to be celebratory, and I can't wait. So I even getting up this morning, I'm like, I can't wait for Sunday. I can't wait for Sunday. So when preparing a message today, I, I, I wrestled a little bit. In an, I will be honest, I did wrestle with that, about just talking about the Friday and not referencing the Sunday. And I'm sure many of us use this term. And my mum actually posted it. She's, she's on holiday at the minute, but she posted it on Facebook this morning. Friday, but Sunday's coming. So we can't even mention the Friday without mentioning the Sunday. So when, when Jackie, Jackie and I first met, I think it was about, I should know this, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, um, I was from a lively Pentecostal church, and Jackie was from a traditional Anglican high church, they call it, okay? But I was so besotted with her at that point. I am still besotted with her, okay? <laughs> before I get myself into trouble, but I was besotted with her. And I would use any opportunity that I had to be with this woman, okay? 
That's, I get me uh, lucky stuff. I don't have to buy you an Easter egg now, I think. I think I'm all right with that. So she actually invited me to a service on Good Friday. That we'd only been going out a few months, and it was called um, Waiting on the Cross. So she said, would you like to come to this service with me? I said, yeah, 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 I'll come, no problem, because I just wanted to be with her. So I'm glad they went along. And this is basically a service on Good Friday evening. Let me give you a bit, paint you a bit of a picture. They turn all the lights off, okay? No fancy lights on. All the lights are off. They turn the heating off. I don't know where it says in the Bible you need to turn the heating off. They turn all the heating off. Um, and you were in complete silence for three hours, okay? Three hours. Awesome. Jason says it's awesome. So, so this was really to, to lament, to, 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 to sit and reflect on the sorrow of Jesus' death. And it was to imagine the grief that the disciples experienced and many of those who probably expected him not to die. But if you know reasonably well, and I'm sure some of you do, there's a couple of things that I struggle with. The first thing is sitting still for too long. So where does a pastor wear trainers? That's the reason why I struggle to sit still for too long. The second reason, um, it, it, the second thing I struggle with is keeping my mouth closed, okay? So two of those things, sitting still and keeping my mouth closed, in the dark for three hours, is pretty, pretty much of a nightmare to me. So here's my confession, okay? So we were, we were sat there, and we, we, we'd gone in, we sat down, and I got, I got my watch at the time, and I thought, right, if I start looking at my watch a lot, the time is going to seem a lot slower. It always does that, doesn't it? I don't know why. So I thought, I'm not going to look at my watch. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so we sat there and I waited. I sat next to Jackie in silence, waited. We weren't much of a date at this, was it? Sat there a bit and waited and waited and waited. And I thought, do you know what? We must be past an hour now. We must be past an hour. I'm going to check my watch, okay? So I looked at my watch and it was 20 minutes. 20! 20 minutes! I'm like, flipping heck, what am I going to do here? So here's a confession, guys. I'm closer to Jesus now, I promise, okay? So all of a sudden, I had acquired a coughing fit. So I started coughing. And obviously, you can't cough in the, in the dark, you know, and interrupt other people's lamenting. So, um, so yeah, so I had to leave the church. And then I reminded myself that actually the football was on uh, down at the pub at the bottom of the road, this is where it gets bad, isn't it? So I went down to the pub at the bottom of the road and I texted Jackie and just said, listen, give me a shout when you're done and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll go there. Anyway, that's my admission with that. But to be fair, you know, I, listen, I'm not saying those things are, are bad because they're not, you know, it's good for us. And, and to be honest with you, being in part, of that, part of that church for that short period of time with Jackie really taught me about the principles of reflecting you know, having quiet time and, and just really waiting on God, you know. We can run around so much, and this service is a great example of that, isn't it? Where, where, where we've actually come and we've stripped things back and we just, we're just reflecting on, on what Jesus went through at that period. But I do struggle with that kind of thing. See, the Friday and the Sunday seem like on separate sides of the spectrum, so in my process of thinking and praying about this short message, I'd realised actually that I'd missed something out because I was thinking about Friday and I was thinking about Sunday. I'd actually forgotten one particular day, and that's the day in between, the Saturday. The Saturday, in fact, isn't well reported in the Bible at all. Not one gospel writer records a meaningful event in this time. And it's referenced in the scripture in only one verse where it mentions observing the Sabbath, which is, which is the Holy Saturday. 
So what actually happened on the Saturday and how does it apply to us? So as a family for us on a Saturday, so tomorrow, I think um, Des and Nikki just asked me, what are you up to tomorrow? I said, I don't actually know. And it'll probably be doing an Easter egg hunt in the garden or going for a walk um, or Jackie getting me to do some jobs or something like that. Um, but Saturday is normally us waiting for the, for the big Sunday. So there's nothing much to report as we've already had the Friday and we're awaiting the big Sunday. So if we were going to go to Jesus' tomb, let's just imagine on the Saturday we probably wouldn't have noticed anything significant happen either. See, the body of a crucified man would be on a slab. Considering what he went through, I'm sure it would have been in a horrendous sight, wouldn't it? And I wouldn't paint you, I'm not going to paint you too much of a picture on that. But we wouldn't have been able to see it anyways, as it would have been behind a boulder that was sat in front of the entrance. See, the last words of Jesus, it is finished, I'm sure would have had a different meaning to many people at that time before the Sunday. See, Simon Peter was more than likely shocked by his own actions, mixed with his own grief. Judas, as we know, led himself down a path of self-destruction because of the guilt that he was carrying. There was probably a tiny house within the city walls where a woman was likely crying who had such high hopes for her son, who she'd just lost. She couldn't anoint the body of Jesus on a Saturday, you see, because that was the Sabbath. So more than likely, the women probably decided between them to go on the Sunday. So people who had seen the miracles of Jesus, people who had followed him everywhere, and people who had seen him die right before their eyes, had probably spent that day trying to understand why this had, this had all finished. It's Saturday, and it's finished. But is it really finished in the way that they thought? Simon Peter, Judas and Mary and many others at that time probably believed that it had. See, to watch someone you love, and I'm sure some of you in the room have done that, experience suffering is hard, isn't it? But for Jesus, the physical torture, the pain and the suffering of Jesus at that time must have been awful. The abuse that he received from those mockers and jeerers, the torment and for people who followed him, who walked side by side with him, who were even healed by him. So you think about that. Jesus had healed some people and they probably then watched him die. You know, the, the, the man who all their hopes and dreams had been pinned on had then lost him in such a way. One minute he's there, the next minute he's gone. See, the advantage that we have here today is that we already know the sequence of events, don't we? And that's what I struggled with. We know that Jesus will rise. We know that he's risen from the dead. So why is Saturday, or is Saturday, important? That verse in Luke 23, verse 56, is where it mentions it. And it says, On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. See, the reason that the Saturday is important it's because that's where we all live right now. We all need to be Saturday people. See, this is when our faith really needs to come into action. So let me just elaborate. The Friday is the doom and gloom in our lives, the suffering and the hurt. It could be the tragic circumstance that's happened that maybe we weren't expecting. It's the pain and it's the grief. It's where we're told that there's no way out and that we're done for. But when we're Saturday people, when situations around us appear dark 
are without hope, we wait and we cling on to his promises. See, we stand firm in the knowledge that it's not finished in the world's sense. His death had taken place, we cry out, but you have not heard the last from Jesus Christ. See, it's not finished in the way that the enemy wants it to be. See, when Jesus said those three words, it is finished, it wasn't finished in the way that many people thought or hoped it would be. See, the only thing that was finished on that Saturday was sin, death and the grave. Yeah? And this is what the Lord wants all of you to hear today. Whilst you live in the in-between on the Saturday, there is a hope and there is a future for each one of you. You know, Jeremiah 29, we all know this verse, I'm sure. 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So let's be Saturday people in this Good Friday world. See, Saturday involves hanging in there. See, Good Friday was tough for Jesus. We know that. But you know what? Saturday is when it gets tough for us. It's the gap between our faith and its fulfillment. It's the bridge between what we believe and what one day we shall see his appearing. On Saturday, hell throws its best punch. But through our amazing faith in Jesus, we can be Saturday people. See, we're Saturday people when we pray and we expect an answer. We're Saturday people when we show love to others without expecting or receiving it back. We are Saturday people when we are generous with our finances. We are Saturday people when we stand up for the oppressed. We are Saturday people when we still thank God for his provision, when in the world's view we have nothing. We are Saturday people when we take communion together, like we've just done, and remember that the same Jesus will come again. See, we are Saturday people when we hear or see wars like the ones that are happening in Ukraine, but we have a settled faith. We have a settled faith that the Prince of Peace is in control. See, our short time on this earth will soon be finished, and we'll be sat at his right hand. See, there's no, there's no need to fear death as we have been given eternal life. The kingdom of Jesus has overpowered Satan because his work is finished. You know what he wants, to, wants you to know this morning? He wants you to hang in there. This is my son, he says to you, with whom I am well pleased. See, our loving God has given us the tools to not only just survive on this earth, but to live fruitful lives. He's commissioned us to be the hope and the light in this Friday world. He's given us the ability to show people that the sin and the guilt that they carry around can be written off and be finished. Guys, if you want to come up, that'd be great. So in this Friday world, I hope, I hope you've got it now. In this Friday world, let's be Saturday people. Let's do his work whilst in the knowledge that the best is yet to come. Let's have the beautiful, overwhelming peace that God 
He is, you know, in control. Whatever you encounter, whatever you encounter in this Friday world, let it be right, right in your soul. We know that song, it is well in my soul. Let it be right, let it be well in your soul. Let's be thankful for his sacrifice to give us eternal life. Just want to join me to stand if you're able. Let's just pray together. God, we're just so thankful. We're so thankful that you came on the, fr- on the Sunday, God. And we're so thankful for what you did on the Friday. And we know that we're stood in the gap in between. God, help us to be Saturday people in this Friday world. Give us the hope that we can show to others. Give us the peace that only comes from you, Lord Jesus. Let us be vessels of peace. Give us the wisdom that we need, Jesus, to carry your word, carry your love, carry your presence to other people in our lives. God, if we're going through something right now and it feels like all we live every day is Friday to Friday to Friday to Friday, God, help us. Help us get through that. Help us to remember that we're not stuck in the Fridays, that we're in the Saturdays, waiting for the day that you'll take us home or you'll come again. God, we love you so much. God, we love you so much. Thank you for that sacrifice you made, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your presence, Lord. We love you so much. Thank you for the sacrifice.